Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Yeah, good. Call and response. Well done. It's great to see you all here for our all-age Christmas celebration service, whether you're here in person or whether you're watching online. My name is Nathan. Uh, this is Lisa. We're going to be leading you through our service uh, this morning. And it's brilliant to have you here, whoever you are, however you've came, however you're feeling, because this service needs you. It's an all-age service, so that means automatically it's for everyone. If you have an age associated to yourself, this is for you. It's for you as you're watching things that may be going on at the front. It's for you as you're listening, maybe to some of the things that are said throughout the service. It's for you maybe when there's opportunities to talk with the people around you or the people you've came with. Or maybe someone sat next to you now, you're looking and saying, oh, a bit nervous of them. I've never met them before. There'll be a chance maybe to get to know those around you throughout the service too. And it's also for you when there's a chance to sing. There'll be lots of songs sung throughout the service. So please do listen to the words that are sung. And if you believe them to be true, sing them with all your heart. And now, Lisa, as you look around the room, we've got a few people maybe dressed. Has anyone come dressed in a Christmas jumper? Yes. Oh, yeah, a few Christmas jumpers. Has anyone come dressed in Norwegian knitwear? <laughs> Not quite a Christmas jumper, but it's kind of getting there. Get away with Christmassy. That's okay. Has anyone come dressed as a Christmas character? I say there's a few over there. We've got some shepherds, maybe an angel, a sheep. We've got a sheep got over, a sheep there, over okay? there, okay? Yep. A few different outfits. So it's great to have you. It's great to see you come dressed as a character. And as I say, today, as we think about those characters, we're going to be, hopefully, as we journey throughout our service, meeting some of the characters of that first Christmas story. As we look at the true stories written down by two men called Luke and Matthew. They saw the life of Jesus and for our benefit wrote down what they saw and heard. And their books are full of things that real people saw and heard and touched about Jesus. And my prayer as we gather this morning is that it will be like us seeing and hearing and touching that first nativity too. So it would be good, wouldn't it, to begin our service before we do anything else, to ask for God's help. So Lisa, you're going to lead us in a little bit of a prayer together. Yeah, let's pray together. It should come up on the screen behind me. Um, Let's read it together, um, all in one go, um, and also a big amen at the end. So, dear God, thank Thank you you for for all the fun and and excitement of Christmas. Christmas. Thank Thank you for the Christmas story that tells us about the birth of Jesus. As we look at the Bible together this morning, help us to listen with our ears, learn with our minds, love with our hearts, and then live for you each day. Amen. Amen. Now, before we sing to start, we're going to start by lighting our Advent candle. Um, So I'm going to invite up Josh and Helen and Rafi and Sierra to come and do that and give us the reading as well. Prepare the way of the Lord. We light this candle in peace, the peace that Jesus, our Saviour, gives to the world. Prepare then the way of the Lord. For to us a child is born, for to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 
Great. And as you have a seat, and as we introduce our theme for this morning, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'd love you to chat with the person next to you. I'd love you to discuss um, what are the three most ordinary things that you can think of. Okay, what are the three most ordinary things you can think of? Go. An ordinary thing. Ordinary. What comes to mind? Something ordinary. Good. Okay, stop there. Stop there. I think that was enough time to come up with three ordinary things. Um, We'd love to hear a few. Stick up your hand if you've got an ordinary thing that you can think of to shine tight. Got a hand over here. Something ordinary. Cement. Cement. (laughs) Cement. (laughs) Love it. Very good. Very ordinary. Oh, yes, John. Socks. Socks. Yes, good. An ordinary thing. Yes, got one over here. Shoes. Say it again. Shoes. Shoes, yes, for your socks to go in. Food. Oh, food. A pencil. Pencil. Oh, very good. A pencil, an ordinary pencil. Dave Green. Water. Water. Yes, an ordinary thing. Luca, you're the last one. Air up. Air up? Yeah. What's that? It's a bottle. A bottle? Okay, an air up bottle. Well, it's good. He's got some clues. I like that. Three ordinary things. Now, can I show you mine? Yes. Let's see my three ordinary things. I think some were already mentioned. I think they were. Here are my three ordinary things. I've got some water. Who said water? Yes, pretty ordinary. I've got water. Um, I've got a bag. That's pretty ordinary, isn't it? Pretty ordinary. A bag. It's pretty ordinary. Um, And a pencil. Three, I think, pretty ordinary things. Happy with that? Do we think so? Pretty ordinary? Now, with these three ordinary things, Lisa, I'm about to do something. Okay. I'm going to turn your three ordinary things, water, pencil, and a bag, into something extraordinary. Yes. (laughs) Let me do that again. I'm going to turn your three ordinary things into something extraordinary. Thank you very much. Are you ready? I think so. Right, we've got the bag. You can maybe help me. Do you want to hold, to the, hold bag? the bag? Okay. We've got the water. Don't drop it, whatever you do. I'll try not to. Okay. Maybe zip it up. Maybe zip it up there. Okay. Are we ready? Pencil number one. <laughs> no. Pencil number two. Pencil number three. Oh dear, I hear over there. Oh! It was good while it lasted. Yes. Can I have a round of applause? Something ordinary into something semi-extraordinary. Got there. I poked it a bit too soon. Now, can anyone tell me what day is it tomorrow? 
Are you sure? It doesn't sound too convincing. What day is it tomorrow? Christmas Day. Now, here's another chance for you to turn to the person next to you. Ten seconds. That's all you've got. What's your favorite thing about tomorrow? What are you most looking forward to? Go. Ten seconds. Now, I wonder what you said. Okay, I won't ask you this time, but I wonder what you said. But here's the thing. Tomorrow, you're going to see lots of ordinary things turned into extraordinary things. Okay, so it might be a Christmas tree. You might have seen this already. A pretty ordinary tree, green but bare, turned into an amazing, beautiful, decorated with lights and tinsel and baubles, an extraordinary tree. It might be some of the dads, some socks we've already heard mentioned. Pretty bland, basic, ordinary socks. But wrapped in Christmas paper, under the tree, ready for you to open and slip on throughout the day. Ordinary socks into something extraordinary. Or it might be a pretty ordinary meat, turkey. Pretty bland, pretty average. But put on a plate with all the trimmings and sauces and gravy. And it turns into something extraordinary for us all to enjoy. Right? Christmas turns the ordinary into extraordinary. Isn't that right, Lise? Um, yeah, and we're going to, that's our big theme for today, and we're going to think about that a little bit more um, in a minute. But... Now, remember what we just said before the song? Christmas turns the ordinary into the extraordinary. Good. And remember that, that's going to be our big idea of today. Now, we're going to start by thinking about the ordinary. Where do we see the ordinary in the Christmas story? And to help us, I've got some lovely angels and a shepherd over there who are going to bring us our first Bible reading together. So Holly and Olivia Beckenham, they're going to come up and they're going to read for us. The words are going to be on the screen too for you to follow along as you listen. And as you listen, can you spot anything or anyone who's ordinary in these readings, okay? That's what you're going to be looking out for. Thank you, girls. God sent Angel Gabriel to a young girl who lived in Nazareth in a town in Galilee. She was engaged to marry a man named Joseph from the family of David. Her name was Mary. The mother of Jesus was Mary, and this is how the birth of Jesus came about. Mary was engaged to marry Joseph, but before they married, she learned that she was going to have a baby. She was pregnant by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mary's husband, Joseph, was a good man. He did not want to disgrace her in public, so he planned to divorce her secretly. Thank you, girls, very very much. Go and have a seat. Now, did you notice anything ordinary in that reading? Um, Let me help you. Going to get our, our ordinary box. And now to do this, um, I need some help. I need a volunteer. Someone, is anyone dressed as Mary? Is anyone dressed as Mary? Would anyone like like to to come and be Mary? (laughs) (laughs) Any volunteers? Young people? Older people? We had a hand up over here, Lisa. Did we? we have? Effie as well. Yes. Effie, great. Come on up. Lovely. Well done. An angel, an angelic you Mary. stand over here Lovely. for me. That would be super. Yep, and you're going to hold some things for me to show everybody. Okay? So we learned, didn't we, in our Bible reading, 
that this is Mary. Now, Mary is a young girl with a very ordinary name. Yeah. Sorry, any Marys Sorry, any there. Marys in there. Um, Sorry, Mary. It's a pretty ordinary. So can you put this on? Is that all right? Can you put this on? Your badge. This is Mary. And she's not called Bluebell or Tallulah or just, just Mary. Mary, that's okay. it. And Mary is from a pretty ordinary place. Does anyone remember what the place was where Mary was from? Heard it. Nazareth. Uh, Nazareth. Nazareth. A pretty ordinary place in an area called Galilee in the north of Israel. And it would have been a normal place growing pretty ordinary things like olives. Do you like olives? Maybe. maybe. You can hold hold those for me. Is that all right? Les, you can help me if it's a bit heavy. So it's an ordinary place, grew ordinary things. And Mary would have done some pretty ordinary things. Now, she might have maybe played with her friends maybe she played played with a ball with her friends uh, maybe she maybe she liked baking maybe maybe she baked as well there we go mary like baking uh, maybe maybe she read some stories maybe she read some stories with her dad what story is that that's not my teddy oh maybe okay maybe so okay mary pretty ordinary girl from an ordinary place okay so there we have mary but then we also had joseph didn't we now, is anyone dressed as Joseph in the room? Would anyone like to be dressed as Joseph? Oh, Luca. Well done, Luca. Do you want to come up? So we have Joseph over here. Now, Joseph again. Joe. We're going to call you Joe. Because again, another fairly ordinary name. Okay? Not like Huxley or Conacious. But just Joe. Joseph. An ordinary name for an ordinary young man. And again, he was from the very same place as Mary, Nazareth. They were born in the same little town. And Joseph had an ordinary job. I wonder, does anyone know what Joseph's job was? Jessica, do you know what it was? He was a carpenter. He was a carpenter. <gasps> Massive lungs. Ding dong, Merrily and High set me up well. Okay? So a, a normal young man from a, with a normal name, a normal place, and a normal job. Now, he was planning to have an ordinary wedding. Him and Mary were planning to get married. But Mary, you maybe heard it in the reading, came to see Joe and said, oh, I'm having a baby. And Joseph knew that the baby wasn't his so what should he do well he ended up at the end of our reading going to bed and having a sleep so there's ordinary joe and ordinary mary lisa see mary and joseph were two ordinary young people weren't they and see the christmas story is for ordinary people like them See, God is interested in ordinary people. People who don't think they're anything special. People who think they're maybe too young, like Mary. Or maybe think they're too old. People whose plans change and they don't know what to do, a bit like Joseph. Now, that sounds a bit like me. And maybe that sounds a bit like you, too. Ordinary people. Christmas is for ordinary people just like us. Now, there's one more set of 
ordinary characters that we want to introduce you to. Now we're going to sing a song, and as we sing the song, I wonder if you can spot who those ordinary characters are. And again, as you sung that song, maybe you know the title of that song, and you could figure out who are the next ordinary characters that we're going to be thinking about now. Can anyone maybe have a think who it might be? The ordinary who? Kavita. Shepherds. Yes, the ordinary shepherds. And here is a verse where Luke, one of the men who wrote down the things that they read and heard and saw about Jesus, says about those shepherds. Here's what it says. That night, some shepherds were in the fields washing their sheep. Now, as I look around the room, have we got any shepherds in the room? Have we got a shepherd in the room? (laughs) Olivia, would you like to come up onto the stage to be a shepherd? Would anyone like to join her as a shepherd? Felicity, you're putting on, are you a sheep? Would you like to come up the front, Felicity? Yeah, let's to get be a sheep up as yes. well. Sheep, sheep and shepherds. Oh, oh another sheep. sheep. Yes. Mariana. Well done. <laughs> not too sure. Okay, some shepherds and Felicity. some sheep. That's Wonderful. Well done. Wonderful. That's okay. So there we have our ordinary shepherds with their ordinary sheep. And we've got some sheep being held. Can we say after three? One, two, three. Give us a bar. One, two, three. Ah. Pretty ordinary sheep. And they were gathered around a fire. You heard that in the reading, didn't you? Now, these shepherds, they weren't rich. They weren't particularly smart. If anything, they were probably a little bit more on the the smelly side. If you had any socks from the shepherds and gave them a whiff, stinking, smelly socks for smelly shepherds. Oh, you didn't fancy my smelly socks. Or the shepherd's smelly socks. Now, these are the type of people who were normally, they were normally left out. They were normally the ones that were forgotten about. If there was a party invitation going around for someone's birthday or some kind of celebration, there it is. What would have happened before it got to them? Oh, they didn't get party invitations. They were the ones on the outside left out. Now, as we think about the Christmas story for ourselves, we've already heard that Christmas is for ordinary people like Mary and Joseph, but also Christmas is for left out people like the shepherds. Now, I wonder, could you maybe turn to the people next to you? Or maybe this is a question, maybe just to think in your own head. Have you ever felt left out? Could you maybe tell a story of a time that you felt left out? Maybe as a child or maybe as an adult, you felt on the outside of something. How did it make you feel? And here's another question. How does it make you feel when you hear that the Christmas story is for left out people like us? Could you have a little conversation with those around you? Thank you, shepherds on the stage. You can go and take a seat. But have a chat. Have you ever felt left out? When was that? What happened? How does it make you feel that the good news is for you? Okay, stop, stop those conversations there. Maybe that's conversations you can carry on after the service as well as we're chatting. Um, so we've had a think, haven't we, about the ordinary. We've met some ordinary characters. 
ordinary people. Now our next song is going to start to help us think about the extraordinary. I wonder as we sing, can you spot what is the extraordinary that we're going to be looking at? Let's stand and sing our next song. Now we are we just sung, haven't we, about the angels as we start to think about our extraordinary characters. So let's go back to the first Christmas to find out who met the angels. Now I'm going to invite some readers up, who are primed ready, to come and read for us the next part of our story. And again, as you listen, what can you spot about the extraordinary? Thanks, team. Luke 1, 28-35. The angel came to Mary and said, Greetings, the Lord has blessed you and is with you. But Mary was very confused by what the angel said. Mary wondered, what does this mean? The angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary, because God is pleased with you. Listen, you will become pregnant, you will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and people will call him the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of King David, his ancestor. He will rule over the people of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary said to the angel, How will this happen? I am a virgin. The angel said to Mary, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will cover you. The baby will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. Uh, Matthew 1, 20-21 While Joseph thought about this, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream. The angel said, Joseph, descendant of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. The baby in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. You will name the son Jesus. Give him that name because he will save this, his people from their sins. Luke chapter 2 verse 8 to 12. That night some shepherds were in the fields nearby watching their sheep. An angel of the Lord stood before them. The glory of the Lord was shining around them, and suddenly they became very frightened. The angel said to them, Don't be afraid, because I am bringing you good news. It will be a joy to all the people. Today your Saviour was born in David's town. He is Christ the Lord. This is how you will know him. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a feeding box. Good reading, isn't it? Great to hear the Christmas story straight from the words of the Bible. And through those readings, we've already met ordinary people, Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds. And we've already learned that Christmas does what? Turns the? Ordinary. Into the? Can we do that again? Turns the? Ordinary. Into the? Extraordinary. Very good. And that's not just Christmas today. Christmas turns the ordinary into the extraordinary right from that very first Christmas. It's been true right from the beginning. You see, in the song that we have sung and in the readings that we've heard, we heard that the angels were talking to Mary and Joseph and the shepherd. Angels talking to Mary and Joseph and the shepherd. There's nothing ordinary about meeting an angel. Now, I wonder if there's any angels in the room. Oh, 
There's one angel in the corner. Would you like to come up to the front? Would there be any other people that would like to be an angel? Just for a moment. Over at the top, yeah. Yes, come Nancy, do you come, come down? down? Wonderful. Okay, a few angels. Now, nothing ordinary about meeting an angel. And there's nothing ordinary about the message that the angels gave. That God was coming to be a baby. Now, you and I might find it hard to believe an angel, this incredible, amazing, extraordinary being, came to talk to and share news with ordinary people. But it's no surprise, is it, if something extraordinary happens when God comes into the world sharing a news to save ordinary people, that things are going to shake up and begin to look a little bit different than they normally do. You've got a box for us, Liz? I think it's time to get our extraordinary box Extraordinary box. I wonder what's in here. Right. So earlier in the year, didn't we, we had the coronation of a new king. Now, at the coronation of the new king, King Charles, um, there was a big announcement. There was flags, there was trumpets, there was cheering, there was lots of noise. Do you reckon we can recreate that a little bit? I think we give it a I go, yeah. Re- Have you got a trumpet that? for us? We've got a bit of a trumpet. I here, might hold I this one because it's a big lad. It's quite a big it? trumpet with a flag. Woo-hoo. See, just like the coronation of a new king, the angels came with a big announcement to welcome our new king. Now, I wonder if we can try and create that a little bit. So I wonder, angels, and let's go everyone downstairs. After three, we're going to say, make way for the king. Everyone in the balcony, you're going to cheer and shout and clap and make as much noise as you possibly can. Think we're up for that? Let's practice it and then give it the real deal. Okay, so after three, downstairs, make way for the king as loud as you can. Nathan, blow the trumpet. And the angels were saying the this. The angels, you can say this as well. Up there, cheer, shout, clap. Make some noise. Let's go. Happy? One, two, three. Make way! Not bad. I'd say, clappers, wait till the announcement's done before you start clapping. <laughs> a bit too eager, right? We'll do it again? Yeah. yeah. You ready, angels? One, two, three. Make way for That's not bad. That is not bad. I'll put this at your feet here, is that okay? You see, imagine if that announcement came to you in your back room. That would be pretty strange, wouldn't it? That would be extraordinary. That's what happened to Mary. That's what happened to Mary. You see, God's extraordinary angel appeared to Mary and announced the arrival of God's forever king. What an amazing messenger an angel sent just for her. And the angel said that the king would arrive as a baby. Do you like to hold the baby? There we go. I'll be careful. <laughs> and the angel, lovely, the angel told her that by the power of you okay? God, <laughs> is the baby okay. He's all right. Okay, He's all right. Remember, remember, this is this is key, isn't it? Because the angel told her, the angel told Mary that the baby would arrive by the power of God. By the power of God, she would give birth to a baby. That's extraordinary, mm-hmm. isn't it? So that's the angel speaking to Mary. But angels, you spoke to someone else, didn't you, too? You spoke to Joseph. Now, remember where we left Joseph? He had his pillow, didn't he? 
He was sound asleep, probably snoring. Luca, do you snore? No, no, of course you don't. But Joseph did. He was snoring away. And he was a bit sad. He was pretty sad. He was sad, yeah. Remember the news he heard? The baby wasn't his. He was sound asleep. And yet the angel came and spoke to him too. And told Joseph that Mary was going to have a baby. Now, this was almost like the most extraordinary gender reveal party that Joseph had ever experienced. The angel, just like this blue balloon, said that the baby was going to be a boy. Like a blue balloon. A boy. Not a pink balloon. A blue balloon. A boy. But that's not all. The angel also revealed what his name was going to be and what job he was going to do. Now imagine that today. If you found out you're going to have a baby and an angel came and said, you're having a baby. He's called Bob and he's going to be an electrician. (laughs) Right? That's quite an extraordinary message to hear even before the baby's born. But do you want to see what the angel said about Mary's baby? Again, anyone who's sensitive to noise, I'm going to do it gently. Should I do it quietly? A quiet pop? A loud pop? Okay. (laughs) Oh. There's a message inside. Angels, maybe you can read, hold this one. Okay. It says his name. Can you read what his name's going to be? Jesus. Jesus. And his job? A savior. A savior. Do you want to hold that for me, Holly? His name and his job. Jesus and a savior. That's extraordinary. Now, it wasn't just Mary and Joseph that the angel appeared to. Who else in our story did the angels appear to? Can we shout it out? Which other group of people? The shepherds. It was the shepherds on the hillside. As they sat there around their fire, talking away, something extraordinary happened. God's angels arrived with great news. (laughs) Not from Bista, but from God. From heaven, yeah. From heaven. (laughs) There we go. Do you want to hold our newspaper? The angels arrived with great news, and it was extraordinary because the news was really, 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 really good. And it was good news for the whole world, for all people. You see, this promised king is going to be born to bring joy to all people. And the angels also gave the shepherds a checklist. Mm. Can we read what what was on our checklist? Do you want me to read it? Can you read it? Yeah, what was that? What was the checklist? Number one. A newborn baby. Maybe show them over there as well. Number two, he's going to be lying in an animal feeding box. And number three, wrapped in strips of cloth. There we go. If you've got any more hands, can you hold our checklist as well? So this extraordinary news that the angels brought to the, to the shepherds. Now, I wonder what's the response from the shepherds, from Mary, from Joseph, to all of these things? Well, we're going to sing a song. That's going to help us start to think about the response to this extraordinary news. Let's stand. Thank you very much, angels. Well done. I'm going to welcome up our final readers, um, Leonie and James. There he is. There he is. If you want to come on up and we're going to have our final reading to look at the response of people to to the angels. Thank you. Luke 2, 15 to 20. Then the angels left the shepherds and went back to heaven. 
the shepherds said to each other, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. We will see this thing the Lord has told us about. So the shepherds went quickly and found Mary and Joseph. And the shepherds saw the baby lying in a feeding box. Then they told what the angels had said about this child. Everyone was amazed when they heard what the shepherds said to them. Mary hid these things in her heart. She continued to think about them. Then the shepherds went back to their sheep, praising God and thanking him for everything they'd seen and heard. It was just as the angel had told them. So again, what's our big idea of the service so far? Can we say it together? Christmas turns the? Ordinary. Into the? Extraordinary. Very good. You're getting good at this now. Christmas turns the ordinary into the extraordinary. And we've seen ordinary people, Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, experiencing extraordinary things as the angels come and announce some amazing truth to them. But the question is, what about the baby? What about him? This baby boy. Is he ordinary? Is he extraordinary? Well, let's have a think about this together. We've got a manger over there, Lise. Do you want to bring that forward? Because remember, we'll start with Mary and her journey with the baby. Mary hadn't done anything to have a baby. And yet, she was going to have one anyway. And this baby, the angel said, was to be God's son. God himself coming into the world in the form of a baby. Now that is extraordinary. That God would come into the world as a baby. But as Mary looked at the baby after he was born. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten fingers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten toes. Smelly nappy. Crying. This was an ordinary baby. So, baby Jesus was God coming to the world, extraordinary, and at the same time, a normal baby, a normal human, just like me and you. Ordinary and extraordinary baby. And what about Joseph? See, Joseph, he struggled, didn't he, to find a place for them even to stay and have the baby. They just looked so ordinary. No one could have imagined that they, Mary and Joseph, were going to be bringing God's forever king into the world. And Joseph, he, he put this extraordinary baby into a very ordinary feeding box that the animals would have been eating out of. And he called him Jesus, yeah. which means savior. I mean, how extraordinary is that, that God would step into our world to be our saviour and to save us. Ordinary, but extraordinary. And then we have the shepherds. And when they came to see Mary and Joseph, they found the baby in that ordinary feeding box. And remember the checklist that the angel had gave him? Newborn baby. Where's my pen? 
tick? Lying in an animal feeding box? Left-handed. Tick? Wrapped in strips of cloth? Is there any in there? One. Two. Can I tick that one off as well? Yes. (laughs) There we go. Just as the angel had said, every check on the checklist, tick, tick, tick. That's extraordinary, isn't it? The angels told the truth. God's promised king had come to bring joy to everyone. And the shepherds who were normally on the outside, the ones who never got a party invitation, they were the first ones to meet this forever king. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that extraordinary? I think it really is. But the final question I want us to think about is, that's okay for Mary. That's okay for Joseph. That's okay even for the shepherds. But what about me? What about you? What about all of us? You see, each of these ordinary characters responded slightly differently to this ordinary, but yet extraordinary baby. You might have noticed in the reading how Mary responded. She pondered. That's a funny word, isn't it? It means she thought about it long and hard. It was on her mind. It was in her heart. She thought about baby Jesus. She thought about what happened. She wondered what it meant. She treasured it in her heart, not just once, but for a long, long time. Now, I wonder, what could it look like for you this Christmas To take some time to ponder, to stop, to slow down, to think about Jesus. To think about some of the things we've learned about him today. So there's Mary pondering, thinking about Jesus. And what about Joseph? How did Joseph respond? Well, Joseph, he named the baby Jesus, didn't he? He listened to what the angel said, and then he did what the angel said. He didn't just go off and do his own thing, Mm -hmm. but he listened and did what the angel said. He believed what God was telling him to do. He believed that Jesus indeed was the Savior, that he was the Son of God. I wonder for you this morning, and as we go into Christmas over these next few days, what is it that you believe about Jesus? Is he the Son of God? Do you know enough about him to call him saviour for yourself? Or maybe what's stopping you believing that it's true? And finally, we have the shepherds, don't we? They were so delighted with the news that they heard that they rushed to see the baby and then they rushed to tell everyone else. And that's what happens, doesn't it? When you hear something so amazing that you can't contain it with inside you, it has to overflow And be shared with everyone. And again, I wonder what that could look like for you this Christmas. Do you so see how amazing Jesus is? The Savior, God, ordinary yet extraordinary. That you just want to tell everyone about it. Or never mind, tell everyone about it. Could you tell one person about it? A family member. Someone at work. A brother, a sister, a granny, a granddad. 
Could you share something about maybe what you've learned today about Jesus with someone today or tomorrow over this Christmas period? Now, I wonder which of these three responses is most like yours. Are you like, are you thinking about Jesus like Mary, pondering? Are you ready to call Jesus savior like Joseph? Are you talking excitedly about Jesus like the shepherds? Could you have maybe a minute just if it's helpful to think in your own head about which one is most like you? Or if it's more helpful to talk to the people around you, feel free to do that too. Whatever is going to be best. But have a minute just to think which response is most like me. Have a minute. And then we're going to watch a video that sums up all that we've learned today. Come along. Let's go to Nazareth. There are friends that I'd love you to meet. An ordinary girl called Mary, who lives on an ordinary street. One day, an extraordinary angel arrives with extraordinary news. Mary, you're having God's baby. God's son. He's the king who will rule. So when you are feeling just ordinary, like nobody could notice you, God loves meeting ordinary people. And he'd really love meeting you. An ordinary carpenter, Joseph. His news that makes him feel sad. The girl he has promised to marry seems like she's done something bad. Mary says that she's having a baby, but he knows that the baby's not his. Poor Joseph is all in a muddle. He goes off to bed in a tiz. An angel appears while he's sleeping and changes the bad news for good. The baby's God's saviour named Jesus. He'll rescue like no one else could. So when life feels broken and messy and things don't work out like you planned, call out to the saviour who'll help you, to Jesus who holds out his hand. Ordinary shepherds are working on the night shift with ordinary sheep when an angel bursts onto the night sky with good news to make your heart leap. Good news! Announces the angel. For everyone from everywhere, your saviour is born in a stable. You're welcome to visit him there. The night sky is filled with great music. Glory to God! Angels sing. Let's go! Said the wide-eyed shepherds. To Bethlehem to see the king. So come along into the stable. Meet the baby, the one born for you. Seen there, wrapped in cloths in a manger. The shepherds have come. Why don't you? Hopefully a helpful way to summarise all that we've, our journey we've been on today so far, the ordinary to the extraordinary. Um, now we're going to pray together, um, and I'm going to invite up Jessica and Kavita um, and Joanna to come and lead us um, in some prayers. John 3.16 says, 
God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, that whosoever believes in him shall not die but have everlasting life. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord in prayer? Our most gracious, loving Father in heaven, today we lift our hearts with joyful thanks for all what you have done for us. You have revealed to us your greatest love by giving us your only son to be our savior. We thank you for the gift of salvation which you promised in the Garden of Eden to mankind, that you will send a son born of a woman who will crush the enemy and deliver us from sin and death. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for willingly giving up your glory and power and might to become a human like one of us. Though you are God and King of all creation, you came to this earth born in a humble, lowly state. We thank you, Father, for turning our ordinary lives into extraordinary. For no matter how lowly we are or sinful our pastors, through Christ Jesus, we can all be part of your kingdom and as your children and your heirs. Dear Lord, as we celebrate your birth this season, we thank you for all the things we enjoy. We thank you for the gift of family and friends, and the abundance of food and gifts we receive from one another. Lord, we bring to you the families who are going through a very difficult time. We remember those who are mourning the death of their loved ones, those who are unwell at home or in the hospital, and families who have been separated as a result of war, natural calamities, and other problems in the world. May they find comfort and strength in you. Dear Father, bless each of us here today. In the midst of the excitement the season brings, help us to remember that the true source of joy is Christ Jesus. As we take our presence from under the Christmas tree, let us remember that the greatest gift is found at the tree of Calvary, where we receive the treasure of salvation through Christ our Lord. Bless each of us with gifts of joy, peace and hope. We pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you for Jesus, our rescuing King. Through him, we are rescued from the dominion of darkness and brought into his kingdom. Through him, we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. Thank you for Jesus, our new king. Thank you for Jesus, our new king. Through him, we have new birth into a living hope. And we ourselves become a new creation, transformed day by day. Thank you for Jesus, our forever King. Thank you for Jesus, our forever King. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. 
We do not need to be afraid if we trust in him because Jesus is the first and the last. Thank you for your great mercy and loving kindness towards us shown in Jesus, our rescuing king, our new king, our forever king. Amen. Amen. Thank you all very much for leading us in prayer. Great, we've nearly come to the end of our service, so we're going to stand and sing our last song together, um, a great song which speaks of that good news of great joy um, for all people, um, joy to the world. Thank you so much for joining us for our Christmas All Age Celebration Service. Hopefully you found something of what you've heard to be something that makes an extraordinary difference in your life today and going forward. Please do join us for some refreshments afterwards. Continue talking about some of the things you've seen and heard during the service. You're also welcome to come and join us tomorrow for our Christmas Day service here at 10 o'clock. You'll be more than welcome. Can I say those words that the angel said as our final way to finish together and say a big amen at the end if you agree with the words that they gave Don't be afraid because I am bringing you some good news. It will be a joy to all the people. Today, your savior was born in David's town. He is Christ the Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.